Since the dawn of video game creation, mankind has had trouble deciding whether to play on a PC or a console. What if all were welcome? Is there a place where these two can coexist? This is the Game Fix Show. Hello, my friends, it's at Game Fix. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! I'm here to kick ass and listen to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to the Game Fix podcast. And you're listening to Game Fix. It's Game Fix podcast. I like to tune into the Game Fix show. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go, crazy! Go crazy! smiled about. <laughs> I know, me too. All right, welcome to the Gaming Show. Uh, I am Spanish. <laughs> and I am Verlaine. Make sure to check out our website, GameFixShow.com. We stream our podcast, our weekly podcast, every single Monday live right here, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. Yes. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and that's where we are right now. So thank you for joining us. If you are joining us live, it's a big show. We'll get into why it's a big show in a second. Uh, please do do us a favor. Uh, why don't you go on any social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. You can go on uh, Instagram. We even have an Instagram account. Uh, please follow us on any one of those. I think at the least, right? If not yeah. all of them. I mean, you can follow on all of them. That's fine. But like, we wouldn't be mad if you just get, did one. That's fine. A lot of people are into the gram. I think the kids are calling it th- that nowadays. They're into the gram a little more the than. Gram. Yeah, yeah. So mean something different. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it used to, yeah it used to mean something different. That's for sure. Uh, well, uh, th- this uh, th- this show is pretty awesome. Uh, we uh, we have a lot to talk about on the show, as we generally do. Uh, but in this case, we have an esteemed guest. Uh, we are very, very, very excited to have on uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Uh, he is the voice of Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. So we are so excited to have him on. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, so you're going to want to stick around for that for sure. Uh, and then, uh, of course, everyone that is not watching live, it's okay. You could download this as well, even if you are watching live. Uh, pretty much go to anywhere where you could download any podcast. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher app. Uh, Google Play, uh, we're on iHeartRadio, so you can go there, you could download our podcast, just search three words, Game Fix Show. Boom, 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 and you can download it there. So we appreciate there, and anywhere, anywhere you want to do that. Okay, so uh, we need, before we get into Yuri, because he's kind of like waiting in the wings, I guess is a good way, <laughs> um, or he's he's swinging on over, oh, Mm-hmm. No, I get no help from you. I get no help from you today. <laughs> I could do that sound effect. Yeah, you could. You went, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's actually not bad. I like that. Uh, well, uh, we got to we got to talk about what we've been uh, what we've been playing this week. Uh, Verlaine, why don't you why don't you head us off this week? Um. Okay, it's pretty much the usual for me. Uh, Firewall Zero Hour played a little bit of yeah. that. There was a big update. Uh, I don't know exactly what it did. But me and Jack played last night, actually, and I don't know. We came into games quick, but there was more times than not somebody who was AFK, just sitting there, n- not auto-booted, like, just, it was kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, Dead Cells I've been playing. Okay. Um, just found another 
area. Um, yeah. Same stuff with that. Uh, Overwatch, I've been winning a lot actually. Now Ooh, this is like this a winning a winning time of, this is of my Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, <laughs> the most interesting game is the new Ghostbusters game that came out. Oh yeah, that's right for mobile. Yeah, it's an AR game. It's pretty much Pokemon Go, but Ghostbusters themed. Uh, you go around, you fight ghosts, trap them. Uh, you can upgrade equipment. I don't know. Augmented reality. I mean, you collect. Yeah, I, you collect the ghosts, okay. but I don't know why. Like, <laughs> I don't care about the collecting ghosts. I, I think yeah. it's cool just to do the ghost busting. Well, it's pretty much the same thing as like the Pokemon. Like you're catching Pokemon. I don't know why. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like, and you have like ratings almost like you're going to fight them at some point. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta um, give this a it's go. cool. It's free. Uh, it just started today. So yeah, definitely get it. I know it's on iPhone. I think it's on both. Okay. So. All right, cool. And that's it. I mean, that's I nothing really new. I've uh, I I've actually gotten into something new, but we can talk about it real quick. Uh, I I played uh, I played Dead Cells. Uh, I had an hour and a half session on mm. Dead Cells, uh, which is pretty pr- pretty far. Uh, and yeah. I, and I was trying to clean up the entire levels. I wasn't mm-hmm. worried about the early doors, you know, anything like that. So I was just like cleaning up the levels. So like uh, I got my uh, my strength was like I think twelve plus. My uh, my health was like ten. My defense was at least seven, I think. But like I didn't really have a lot of like any um, any items in the defensive area. Like I was all offense. But like no, it was good. Uh, it, it, I I got through a, a a really long way into the game. So I was I was pretty excited about that. But. Um, all right, uh, but something I've been playing new. I just got it. Uh, actually, a buddy of mine gave it to me. There you go. Uh, and I, I wanted to play it. I wanted to give it a go. And I, it is, I played Monster uh, Monster Hunter World. Okay. Have you played this yet? Yes. Okay, you have. What, what's the capacity of you playing it? There was, there was a beta? Um, I was there something like that? don't even... I think I was in the tutorial and didn't even... I think I might have beat one monster. One. And oh. I, I, but I've played it before. I played the PSP version a long time ago. Gotcha. Um, what did you think about it? Well, uh, my, the, the first, my first thing, obviously my first thought was I need to play this game. A lot of my friends are playing it and a lot of people are saying it's a great game. Like it, this is a top notch, something you need to to check out. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, it turns out I really hate this game. <laughs> Good. It is not a good game. Uh, it is. It, it, it's Capcom. That doesn't mean it's bad. That that. Please don't give. Don't construe construe that. Uh, but it was to the point where I was. It took me an hour, just to get to my first fight. Maybe maybe even longer than that. And I mm-hmm. and it, it's it's very uh it, it's very Japanese anime, like mm-hmm. heavy. Like the you have a you have like a handler and this it's this chick that's I don't even know her name to be honest, uh, but like she, it's all like yeah let's do it. <laughs> and well, you know, <laughs> what killed me was having that that stupid cat. When I saw the cat, oh, well, the, like, the palico, what? yeah, the palico. Uh, I like the cat. I I have two cats, so I, I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, it was the palico was probably the coolest part of the entire game as far as what I've played. So I actually I I got to uh, like the first. Uh, I don't even know what they're called, like, like a J- Jangar- Jagars or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, you know, the fight was cool, I guess, uh, but it took a really long time because it runs away. And then you have to go, like, hunt it down. And it was just like, by the time I got my first kill, it was it was just about two hours into the first game or mm-hmm. into, like, the first setting. And 
I, I I was bored. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, even the music made me feel, I don't know, like it, it just feels like a kid's game. <laughs> I don't know. This might be the worst uh, review as far as uh, the what what I like uh, as far as any game. I I it, I did not like it. I it, 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 the last time I had this feeling, it was Witcher Three, and I know a lot of people would be like, "What Witcher Three was amazing." I really didn't think so. I I did not like Witcher Three. Yeah, me either. It's very. I know it's an unpopular take, but um, yeah, those games are not for me. So that's where I'm yeah. at, and that's where I played. So. Monster Hunter when I when I first tried it yeah. uh, a long time ago it it was a really cool idea it was you know in the time of Shadow of Colossus I believe where yeah. like making the enemies really big was a thing um and I remember it was okay it was it, it's too hack and slash for me yeah you know and and I I don't I don't know when it got stupid <laughs> Like, it's one of those games. All right, another example, another Capcom game. They had a brilliant game called Dead Rising. Oh yeah. As Dead Rising has been progressing through the years, it has just become stupid. And it's <laughs> like I don't. I guess it's going to sound crass, no matter what. But they're they're ma- they're putting too much Japan in some games that really don't need it. I agree. And a game like Dead Rising, yep. if you took out all those stupid customizable <laughs> weapons and the stupid masks, and like, why do I need to be Chun Li in Monster Hunter to dress like her? Like, it's it's it just doesn't fit. And yeah. when, and for me, when they do stuff like that, it's just it ruins it. it yeah, I agree. Completely ruins it when you're trying to have a serious game, and then you th- like that's why I'm not a fan of Kingdom Hearts. Ah, you know, Final yeah. Fantasy to me is kind of serious. And then when you start throwing Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck in there, like you lose me. You cannot be serious. Like I would never go on an adventure with those three guys. Yeah, let's go, Goofy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, the, Monster Hunter really fell short for me. I was just very disappointed. Uh, yeah. Just because I know a lot of people that really dig it and they they really enjoy it. And like I... Not for me, man. It's not. I could for see me. multiplayer maybe being a little bit better when maybe. you're all, I guess, bored together. <laughs> I guess that's kind of yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just need someone to play with. Mm. No, I don't think don't so. Don't ask me. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I'm out. Yeah. I think I'm out. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm glad I played it though. So there, there, yeah. there you have it. That's my quick b- review of that. Okay. Um, real quick, uh, there is a couple anniversaries. I always do this, and I'm going to throw it out there. I'll just I'll just do a couple because there's a bunch today. Uh, it came out yesterday, 10 years ago. Fable 2 was released on Microsoft. Do you remember Fable 2? I know you're a Fable guy. <laughs> uh, no, I, actually, well, I I didn't play. I only played the third one. Okay. I like the third one. That's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like any of them. <laughs> I like Fables, uh, but it's okay. I think Fable 1 would have been a better anniversary because Fable was really like the first game. They, they promoted it as yeah. it is the first game where you got to choose good or bad yeah. like if you wanted an, a bad guy story or a good guy story hmm. that was the game yeah that was the whole that's the a good, first game yeah i can see what you're saying yeah uh, uh okay uh october 20th so two days ago uh 20 years ago so 1998 uh metal gear solid released by konami i'm, I'm a huge metal gear guy i love it. it i'm not but that was the only metal oh, gear so ever that i played through the entire thing and it beat was it so good it was so good that was such a great yeah that's the game I think of when I think of PlayStation 1. I was trying to think of a game that I think of like right now. That's the one. Yeah. That's it. Uh, also, uh, 20 years ago yesterday, uh, Nintendo released the Game Boy Color handheld console. 
Mm, I, I didn't really care about that. Didn't care about that. Okay. Yeah, I had one. Like I don't. I I, I think I I must have given it to my brother or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I had one at one point. Uh, and then uh, and actually, it I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit because uh, it it it, it kind of works because this the the game came out on October twenty eighth two thousand three. So that's fifteen years ago. And why why am I going forward? I don't usually do this. The reason why I'm doing this is because Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time came out <laughs> fifteen mm-hmm. years ago next week. Okay, and the reason why I bring that up uh, is because uh, of our of our guest. You ready to do this? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. All right, let's do it. Oh, we are very excited to be joined with Yuri Lowenthal. He is the voice of Marvel Spider-Man for PS4. Uh, Yuri, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm. I'm still excited. I'm excited the DLC comes out tomorrow. I'm excited to, that my job is being Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, the city that never sleeps. Uh, l- let's just start by saying: Are Are you done voicing this, or th- is is there is there more that needs to happen until this comes Technic- out? Technically, I'm still doing more. Okay. Um, and I I would like to lend credence to the theory, which is the true theory that um that deal the the DLC for this game is not just leftover stuff that they cut out of the game or anything. It's literally stuff they started working on after the. <laughs> After they finish the main game, okay, and uh, I think you'd be surprised at how awesome it is. Oh, so that's that, that's that is a that's just good to know. Um, I yeah. think that whenever that happens, they should make it a point to have the actors or whoever's working on it say, "Hey, we're still working on this right now. It, it wasn't made. We're not just trying to get money from you." Yeah, it's a it's. I think it's it's three chapters, and uh, I'm I'm still finishing up work on the on the third chapter right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, like I said, uh, tomorrow is uh, when it comes out. It's uh, $24.99. Uh, I think it's modest, especially for how amazing this game is. Uh, this is this game came out, and I have to tell you that and a lot has to do with the voice of each uh, character. And I'm not just saying it because you're here with us. But, uh, like, I, <laughs> I, I played this game, and this is definitely, for me, a top three game ever in my life. So this, is, this one for me wow. is huge. Wow huge uh is have you have you gotten to play through the game a little bit i haven't played through the whole game okay. because these days i'm terrible <laughs> in games because i don't play as often as um but uh, and i don't have as much time to uh to, to play as i used to uh but but it, it it's it's weird it's weird playing myself but <laughs> it is fun and i i get i get caught up just swinging around the the city and looking at things and uh, and I haven't even started on photo mode yet, so there, there's so much more for me to uh, get lost in. Oh, photo mode's fun! I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um, all right, so what what could you tell us about uh, the city that never sleeps? I know that you you probably have some sort of NDA or whatever, but um, yes, we're just we're just going to use acronyms now: DLC, NDA. Yep. All right. <laughs> ASAP. Uh, <laughs> there. I mean, probably not much more than you've already, because I don't want to spoil anything. Right. <clears throat> We know, we know, we know, we know. The first one's Black Cat. There, there are three uh, separate chapters. Uh, they'll be rolling out pretty quick. Uh, like I said, they've they've got their feet to the fire because uh, we're still finishing up work on the third one. Uh, but, but it, 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 you know, all three expand the world and um, add some characters. You know, you don't get to see in in the game, um, but bring back, of course, some characters that obviously from the game. Uh, it's. It's fun, man. I yeah, I don't want to ruin any surprises, but I think uh, I think. All right. So, well, well what about the the suits? Now it's going to come with like three new suits, right? 
Uh, see, you know more than me in that respect. <laughs> I didn't know you were getting three suits with three new suits with the DLC. Oh, yeah. See, I, I I know you're getting new suits uh, with these DLCs. I don't know how many. Uh, I so obviously you don't know about them. I was going to see if they do compare to the originals that we have right now, which are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the, if there's going to be any more um, suits that are you know going to be customized for the game, or if they're still taking from the comic, uh, you know, all these suits from different time periods. Right. I, I I honestly don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, also, I wouldn't tell you probably if I did <laughs> Even know. If you did know, <laughs> but in this, in this particular case, in this particular case, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Uh, th- I I have I have a question because uh, it was something that made me laugh, and it seriously still makes me laugh every time I play the game. Uh, it's Spider Cop, and I think oh, a lot of people right. are talking about Spider Cop. Yeah. And uh, was this your baby, or was this something they wanted you like? How did how did Spider Cop come to be? That Spider Cop is one of my favorite things to come from this game easily. Uh, it may be one of the favorite things that's ever come in my life. Don't tell my family that. I uh, that that was not my baby. Uh, that was Ben Ben Arfman, who was one of the writers on the game, uh, created Spider Cop. As 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 I understand it, they, they, he was trying to find a an interesting way to get through. You know, like. Um, uh, you know, you know, to training, you know, early like training mission type stuff, um, because it's it's really hard to write for video games in a way that sounds like somebody would actually say that in real life, because you're, you know you're you're talking about it. You know, it's a tutorial, basically. And he was he was he was trying stuff and it wasn't working. He was trying stuff it wasn't working. He was exhausted and he came up with Spider Cop and he 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 wrote Spider Cop and said, well, this isn't you know they're not gonna they're not gonna like this. It's not gonna work. Nobody's gonna accept it. And they said, "Let's try it." And he brought it in. I remember he was he was really nervous because he was in love with Spider Cop, and it, it was it was going to live or die based on you know whether or not I was able to connect with him on it and and make it make make what his brilliance work. And we recorded it, and we were like, "I don't know, I don't know if they're going to like it." And they kept it, oh. and we were thrilled. <laughs> and but we again we didn't know if the fans were going to like it, mm-hmm. you know, if the players were going to like it. But I think they did. What is your? What is no, your? Absolutely. Let, let, let me let me real, real quick. Let me back that. Up. What's your favorite line from Spider of being as Spider Cop? Do you oh, have Do you man. have a favorite I, one I think, that was like really stuck out in your mind? I mean, there. I, I love all the the narration he does. Like all the you know classic you know hard boiled private eye uh, <laughs> you know narration that he does. Because in my mind, that's that's how I narrate my life as I as I go through the day. Um, but but you can't beat a tagline like. Um, half man, half spider, all cop. Yes, like that. I mean that. That's that's super pulpy, and you know, yeah, it's super dirty, that's hairy. Great. I mean, it's it's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> uh, now as far as um the the game itself, uh, you let's see what 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 do I want to ask? As as far as like um the actual voicing of spider-man uh there there there's there was a, there's a lot of variation in voice in in spider-man uh in the namely something actually we spoke about on our show in the past uh is when you're when you're standing still you're delivering a line like you're calm but when you're swinging you're actually straining through the air uh yeah now was was this recorded twice like how, how did how did they do this yeah, any time that we wouldn't know if if the player would be potentially swinging or standing or or walking, uh, we recorded two versions, and we didn't start out doing that. That was an idea that came up 
um, a little ways into the process. And then we, you know, they, they came up with the idea and, and it, and it took a little while to, to dial in the effort too. So the, some of the, the notes that I got really early on when we were starting to record that was, he sounds constipated uh, when you do that. You got to back off. Like, I know you're efforting, but he is Spider-Man. It's not that hard. Uh, so, so we had to sort of dial in exactly the right level for that. But that was another thing. I, I love that they took so many chances on this game. Uh, Me too. I think that's what really ended up paying off because they didn't know if it was going to work. They didn't know if people would like it. They didn't know if people would notice, you know, that there was going to be a difference. But it worked. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm I'm super happy that super proud. You know, it uh, it was it was twice the amount of work, but it, you know, they, it was it really it shows. Was it really great. shows because like even like when I was talking about when you know because you're when you're straining through the air at, like as you're swinging, but when you land the the audio switches and you're back to like being calm, Spider Man again. It's amazing. It's it's incredible. I got I got to I got to throw it to the to the designers and the you know the developers and all the programmers and the coders for all that because you know I go in and I do my part and I don't know how they make that magic work oh, but amazing. they do there's so many people working on this game to to give you the game that you got and they're all geniuses and I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right well you know what, let's talk, um, you obviously do the voice acting. You do a lot of anime. We're not going to get too deep into your past. You do ton you do so much stuff. Everybody yeah. knows your voice. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Prince of Persia. Oh my God. That's, that's, I, I will always love Sorry. him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you're in Black Ops 4. You're in World of Warcraft. You're, you're in a lot of, um, but you're also a producer, a writer, an actor. Um, and you've got this project that I, I, we just stumbled across it, yep. looking stuff up. Orbital Redux. Yeah. Seems like the most amazing, ambitious thing I've, it's something that I would want to, do it yeah. so explain it man it, it is hard to explain because i don't think anybody's ever done quite what we're doing no <laughs> not at all and and it's funny because i'll try to explain it to, i'll say hey watch my show orbital redux and they're like well what is it and i'm like well it's it's live streaming sci-fi adventure it's a live streaming sci-fi adventure show and they're like so so when can i watch it well you watch it at this time live or you know you can watch it later but we're we're performing live what do you mean you're performing live? Like, we're, we're filming it live and you're watching it as we're doing it. Well, how do you put the special effects in? Well, the special effects are, we do it live. Like, that's live. Everything is live. Yeah, well, what about the editing? No, we're, we're editing live. We're, we're cutting between cameras. Even live. the music. Is, even the music again, is live. Yeah, you're, you're the scored music, live. The music is live. The, the sound effects, it's, it's, it's sort of in the same way that an old radio show would have a, a live, you know, like a Foley guy yeah. on, on the side. It's that guy, but he's got a computer, so he's doing, you know, he's got access to more stuff. He doesn't have to clop shoes together or bang shoes on a table uh, to simulate walking. Uh, but it is, yeah, it is crazy what we're doing. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm terrified going into every show because as if all that live performance weren't hard enough, we we have an interactive element, which is we give the audience a chance to influence the story every week uh, in two ways. Once at the end of the episode, um, in the post show, we say, hey, here's something's coming up next week. You have a couple of choices. Vote on it. And then they vote on it. We, we change the script for the next week. And then at the beginning, right before we're about to start performing, we give them another choice <laughs> that then all of the actors and the rest of the people working on the show have to react to 
immediately. Is it is That's it improv? Awesome. Is it improv? Like how, how what's what's it's, the level of improv uh, to actual lines written? Uh, it I mean it is it is mostly scripted out. Okay. Uh, we have we have the core you know script because we want to stick to you know the the original story is something that was finely crafted, uh, but there are elements that uh, uh, for for some of these uh, branching elements we will have maybe two versions or three versions of of a part of the script. Okay, and we have to memorize all of them because we don't know which one the audience is going to choose until the very last second. And then for example, uh, and this is developing as we this this show is changing as we're going because. We didn't know how things would work, uh, but uh, last not uh, last week or the, or the week before, it's already I'm already losing track. They um, one of the uh, options that they could choose at the beginning was I have to say a line um, somewhere in the in the show. It could be something from the headlines, uh, current headlines. It could be uh, something from a NASA technical manual, or it could be something from the chat room, um, because it's uh, it's um it's all in uh, uh, Project Alpha, which is Nerdist's uh, sort of you know premium um, subscription channel. Um, and there's there's live chat going throughout the entire show, um, so people in the chat room could throw out a line, and the moderator could pick something from the chat room, and they chose chat room, and uh, somebody said cake or pie, and that was what the moderator chose. So at the very beginning of the show, as we were about to go live, they said. Uh, work cake or pie in there so uh, i found a place uh we worked it in uh we improv a little scene and then we moved on with the rest of the script uh it's it's a it's a high wire act for sure and there's so many elements that we're juggling but it's super exciting and i guess when you watch a show like that you're watching it as much for us to get it right as you are for us to you know fail spectacularly because that's that's you know exciting to watch too sure. um it is yeah, it is unlike anything else I've ever worked on. That's awesome. Um, uh, so, what do you like doing? Oh, Dave, you no, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, what do you like doing out of all the stuff that that you're doing right now? Uh, writing, producing, acting on TV, voice acting. What is your favorite, most passionate thing? Like that, you know, if you had to get rid of all of them and just maybe just create. <laughs> Don't do that. But what would you? <laughs> right, what would you right. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> um, I. It's it's one. I think it's. I would have to say it's one of those situations where each of those things fulfill me in a different way. Um, I'm I'm a storyteller at heart, and sometimes I'm writing, and sometimes I'm writing stuff that I can also act or, or, or produce. Sometimes I'm just acting, you know, telling other people's stories. Sometimes it's just my voice, and sometimes I'm on camera, or sometimes I'm on this on a stage. Um, I love I love telling stories, and if I were just to if I were just to say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to just write, then after after a little while, I get an itch. Yeah, I yeah. haven't been doing this other thing. They each fulfill, uh, and, but if I but if I manage to get to all of them in some way or another, I feel whole somehow. Right. No, I understand, so, man. That's okay. So, That's yes, cool. uh, That's a good question. it's hard. To, I think it all, I think all those things come from the same place. Yeah. But I, I have to engage in all of them to feel happy. <laughs> well, that's good. Awesome. I, I, that's a, that's a great answer. All right. Well, we got to wrap up here with you. I know we only have a, a certain amount of time, but I, I always I like to go and do some some quick fire questions. You ready for these? Do it. I got a couple of, of some fun ones. Okay. All right, uh, when you were a child, what superhero did you always want to be? Uh, I will tell you a story. Mm -hmm. uh, the, sh the short answer is a lot of them. <laughs> uh, the, the the slightly longer answer is yeah. When I was about six or seven, I would go uh, to a swimming pool as part of uh, like a day camp during the summer. 
and I would climb up that. I'd, I'd look down up at the, the high dive and I'd go, that doesn't look so high. And I'd go up to the top and there would be a guy up there to make sure we didn't fall off because we were, you know, six or seven. And I'd walk past him. I walked to the edge and I'd look down and it looked a lot further and I would go and I'd climb back down. <laughs> and for most of the summer, I, I, I did exactly the same routine. And right near the end of the summer, I, I was starting to walk back and the guy stopped me and he goes, would Spider-Man jump off the high dive? And I turned around, I jumped right off the high dive. Oh, That's awesome. That is so awesome, what a right? Great story. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. That I, I couldn't ask for a better answer than that. Okay. Um, well, we are we are a video game uh show, if you will. Yeah. Um, what what console did you have first in your life? What was the first one uh, you owned? I'm old. The first That's okay. uh, so the first we. console <laughs> I owned was in Intellivision. That was mine. Yes. No. Yes. Stop it. Yeah, my uh, Okay. Well, I'll so tell so I'll tell you a story. How about that? Yeah, with those crazy controllers. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. My my father came home at 1 in the morning, okay? I must have been I was probably 6. I, I don't know. I'm I, again. I don't know exactly. But he came at home at one in the morning, and I remember hearing him come home. I got up, went downstairs to see, you know, like, hey, dad, whatever. And he ha- had this box. He opened it up, and we played Pac-Man. It was the first game I ever played in my entire life, and it was on in television. And we played Pac-Man for like two hours that night. It's his fault that I am the way I am now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I blame my dad for bringing home the television and for bringing home. Uh, bringing me giving me you know dungeons and dragons uh, basic set for for christmas yeah all that stuff well sweet okay uh yeah. w- what is your favorite game ever <sighs> if you other than spider-man for ps4 <laughs> right other than spider-man for ps4 and 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 the original uh prince of persia sands of time yes cause, cause not fair oh. that i just choose games that that that, I, that i'm in um i am er, early on i was you know because i was playing D early on i was a big fan of like text adventure games, uh, all the Infocom games, Zork, um, were were all that and Wizardry, were sort of early, you know, uh, fantasy type games before they really had the technology to make them cool. Before I remember. Bard's Tale, you know, and Ultima and all those. Um, so that was that was. I still go back to. Well, I don't go back to those and, and play them anymore these <laughs> days, um, but. But when I think back to, you know, what got me started, you know, I, it was that on my Apple IIe uh, playing, you know, Infocom games. That's cool. Um, I would play, um, I remember playing a text-based Marvel game on the, the internet when it was just a phone line to a phone line. You dial yep. the number and then it would be like, welcome, pick your character and then you pick them and what are you going to do now? It was yeah, so it was- crazy, but it was great because you determined what was going on in your head. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, imagination is is so powerful, and I know we're. I'm certainly not complaining about the level of technology, you know, that we have these days, and you know, when you can have a game like you know PS4 Spider-Man, but, but yeah, there is something there's something pure about those those first games. Sure, for sure. All right, well, Yuri, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, anyone listening, just give him a round of applause. I think that's I think it deserves. Oh, thank, that. You. thank you, thank uh, you, thank we... you. It was it was a pleasure. Thank you guys for being patient with uh, with scheduling and. Uh, for me, moving from uh, from Hangouts on my phone to my laptop. Yeah, no, there's no problem at all. Uh, and if you if you are out there and you and you want to know what the hell we're talking about, you need to get uh, Marvel Marvel Spider Man on the PlayStation Four. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, the DLC comes out for the city that never sleeps. And this oh, is and wait. it's supposed to be amazing, right? At least say that, right? It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be spectacular. Yes. Uh, 
and web of right right yep <laughs> and um and uh thurs thursday nights for still the next uh the next few weeks uh check out orbital redux um if you, if you go to orbitalredux.com um or go to project alpha you can use the 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 code orbital to get a 60-day free trial and don't tell them i told you this but <laughs> that's going to be enough to watch the whole show and then if you don't like the service you just cut it off and you've gotten to watch orbital for free i love it i love it it. it's it's a high wire act man that's that is the best info that we could have gotten at that very point it's cool because i want to watch it so that's why i'm like how do i do this but i don't know how do i do this but not (laughs) that's always that's always my motivating my motivating but then again i'll end up probably forgetting and paying and that's fine too that's fine too that's fine so all right yuri thank you so much no thank you guys so much thanks for having me all right, that was, uh, you know, I, I got to say, when you think about Peter Parker, yeah. uh, who's going to play Peter Parker? You know, even in the movies, they pretty much pick a normal dude. Toby McGuire. I got to tell you, <laughs> Yuri fits just the Parker role. Like, I couldn't think of another person that really fit that role. Yeah. Like, didn't have to. It, it's just it's some weird. It's just the, the delivery. Just I don't know what it is. It's something just i never just hearing his normal voice i was like wow i expected him to sound like peter parker from the game yeah uh i don't know it was by far one of my favorites yeah that that was thank you so much for uh yuri coming on with us uh and yeah like we said the the dlc comes out tomorrow so this is like (sighs) oh and by the way they just uh today added the new game plus feature and ultimate difficulty Yeah. yeah that's right that's right so that's cool. I will be playing that again, of course, because the game's amazing. So if you if, if, if you haven't gotten it yet, what are you doing? But you should definitely definitely look into it. All right, all right. A lot of stuff on the show that we'll talk about right now. Um, just because uh, th- there's some, there's just some stuff that we need to get into. Uh, new consoles, or just one console, just one, just one. Uh, there's always new. There's all yeah, probably more. Uh, Bethesda has a message of the fans, and uh, I have some Overwatch uh, speculation. Uh, let's talk about the the new console. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, in television, what? Yeah. Why do we uh, even have? What, do we need this? Is this something we need? You need it. You're an okay. television guy, right? Well, I mean, I played it like you know when I was six. Do right, I do? So I, do, we, do exactly. I need it right now? So here's what they're doing. This this console is obviously targeted towards six year olds. Um, every game on it is going to be rated E uh, to ten plus. Oh, for everyone. Um, yeah, E for everybody. Um, it's going to come with a bunch of old games. It's going to come with re- they're going to have remastered like in television games, remastered Atari games, um, and then they're going to have every other game on there is exclusive. So every game on this console is exclusive. Um, Every game is two to eight dollars. Okay, and every game is rated E for everyone. E for everybody, pretty much. (laughs) Um, It looks cool, but all the pictures that are online right now, it's all like you know, it's the prototype. Yeah, so it could change. It looks sweet. The controllers are everything's next gen about it. The controllers are Bluetooth. Um, but it's still it's still it still has the same uh, like disc, right? The disc has the dial on the bottom okay, but the okay. top part where the numbers were is actually like a flat touch screen ah well um, no because that's good because like screen. when you if you ever played in television uh, all the games came with a card yeah right? that you slide in the cards you, you slide into the controller so you could see what the controls were for uh because it, it was just like a like a you know like an automated telephone 
you know, it just right. had one, two, three, four, and like it all, you know, all the way to zero. And I think actually it it had um, pound and and the star key, uh, <laughs> which which they call pound uh, hashtag now. Just so you know, I like pound. I'll always call it pound. Pound, yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. T- press the pound key. Yeah, that's what that is. So, uh, but like, uh, okay. So so then so what we're gonna have is the card will actually just come up when you have the game. Like it'll be a part of the actual screen, like a touch. Uh, who knows? Uh, that's uh, cool. If they should add something like yeah. that. Amico, it should Amico console. The Amico. The Amico. Welcome yeah, to so. the family. Yeah, 2020, it's scheduled to launch, yeah. uh, and it's going to be anywhere between $150, $180. I mean, look, this is not a gamer's console. I don't need this it. This is, yeah. If you nostalgia, like the retro stuff, yep. not see, that's the thing that it's not even nostalgic. Most of the games are rem- they're remastering, yeah. adding online. So it's not even the really the same game if they're going to, you know, up it a little bit. I don't yeah. know. It's a new console in television out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out. This is what yeah. they do. This is what they do, right? Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Did you pre-order it at all? No. Did you get it? You didn't. No, you get it. Okay. Okay. That's okay. No. I know you weren't really too much into it, but it's okay. Well, uh, it just came up that. Um, uh, well, you know that it's actually coming out this Friday. Mm-hmm. So this, this is very soon. This is this is coming up, uh, and it. Uh, and unfortunately, when it comes to PC gamers uh, and when it comes to Rockstar games, you don't see it come out exactly when the initial release for console is out. Uh, well, it turns out uh, that it was a it was like a mistake post, of course, uh, and apparently it will come out, uh, but it will come out. Let's see. Seem to on PC is coming out December thirty first, uh, the end of next year. So at least you have a date. <laughs> no, I see. That's not even a legit date. That's not. That could be just this company putting it up for nothing just I don't to know. get the attention. I don't know. Uh, I, hey, mean, I mean, it, it's, it's PC games. Have, it's it's been known to do that. Yeah. So. Uh, media media market. It's uh, I guess it's one of Europe's largest retailers of customer electronics, and this is this is there. They seem to think that it's coming out December thirty first, two thousand nineteen. But there is a date on it, so that's interesting. That's, a, that's the most common placeholder date for yeah, I, anything. <laughs> but hey, you know what? By the end I'm of the sure, year, <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you got to think like nowadays. I mean, it's. Not even like, all right, when they put it out on PC, if they put it out on console, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get everyone who wants to play Red Dead on Xbox will buy it. Yep. When you put it out on PC, everyone who wants Red Dead Redemption, out of all those people, 70% of those people have to first buy new stuff for their computer yeah. in order to play it. Yep. Um, so I think that eventually the numbers are going to be so low where it's not worth them putting it out on PC because Ooh. the amount of people who actually have those high-end hmm. computers doesn't amount to any anywhere near the amount of people who have a console. Okay. Hmm. That's a good way to look I mean, at it, though. Uh, yeah, I know. I see what you're saying. Right, so this game is already the biggest, the biggest game to come out on this generation. It's two discs. It's the biggest game made. Put that on PC – you're gonna need the highest end computer to run this thing, oh, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing uh, for console, it's 95 gig. Is that right? I, pl- I believe that's. Um, right. I saw that it was 170. Yeah, because there's an update. So I don't know. I don't With know. But the, the initial, the initial 
on disc is, is 95. That's what I'm hearing. Well, then right when you, after you do that, you're going to have that day one patch that every game has. Yep. yep. Make it 170, dude. Oh, man. I don't know. That's a lot. I want to play the game, but that is, that's like a lot of Oh, I'm going to play it. Oh, I'm definitely going to get it. I, I, I pre-ordered it. It's, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Um, yeah, but I pre-order. I didn't pre-order the digital copy because I wanted a hard copy of it. So I, I, I have to wait a few days, but I'll get it. Don't worry, I'll get it. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. Uh, but uh, there's uh, there's more delays. We can talk about more delays, right? Uh, yeah. Your your game, not my game. Uh, but days. Oh, day, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not my game. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> um, days gone. It is. They're calling it pretty much a cross between. Um, Sons of Anarchy and um, what some other game? <laughs> oh, it's like a, it's like a biker game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, it's been delayed again. It's been delayed for two months, uh, so it's now going to come out on April 2019. Um, they're saying it's more of a um, we want to release it so it's not in like it's not competing. I believe yeah. with anything. It, it was like a better window. Okay. Um, well, that's interesting. But, I hope that's the reason because usually a pushback is because it's not ready, but right. Um, Honestly, I think that this, I mean, you add things like delays to a game that's already, it has to stick out because people are, I mean, people are starting to get PlayStation where they're, they, they have good games, but they're all the same, like the same format, you know, the same genre pretty much. Um, And out of all the ones that have come out, days gone just seems the most mundane. You know, there's nothing yeah. you could take. That was the one where we saw an E3 and we thought that it was Uncharted 5 or something. something like, yeah, it was like, what is going what on? Yeah. yeah, we didn't know what game. It could have been Tomb Raider. It could have been an Uncharted. And that's an issue. Um, so maybe they're fixing those kind of things. Yeah. But um, I mean, this is a game that I'm not even right now, like after two delays, just take games like yeah. this. Oh, like when sure. they come out, good. Good sure. for them. Sure. If they come out. Remember Scalebound? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you like that you like what i did there yeah yeah that's too bad uh but there's a lot of games like that so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens in the future mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I honestly dude i'm not even worried about that game nope not yeah. even on my radar so but it's cool some people are were probably really stoked about this and what they want this new zombie game it's like a zombie game right kind of maybe yeah i don't know kind of zombie i don't know it's got uh, motorcycles. I, it's got motorcycles. Motorcycles and zombies. Oh yeah, it's like a cross between Last of Us, Last and, of Us, yeah, yeah, and San, Sons of Anarchy. That's what I'm. I've read. Okay, right. I, I don't really. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I, yeah, I don't care about zombie games. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I I haven't really played a zombie game that I really really enjoyed. How's that? I have. Like really really like oh this is the one. This is the one. World War Z will be the one. I hope so. I hope you're right about that. You keep talking about it. I hope that. I hope mm-hmm. you're right. Oh. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Bethesda put out a little note for us today, a little open uh, open letter, um, and uh, I, I'd like to I'd like to read it. Can I read it? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> he says, uh, as a development studio, we've taken a lot of jur- a lot of journeys. Uh, we've tried not to repeat ourselves, yet all of our games have similar DNA. 2015, we decided to try something very new, a very scary and very scary for us. Uh, take one of our worlds and make it online only. Once the idea of Fallout online survival games stuck, uh, there was no turning back. But still, some worry and questions. Uh, will people want this from Fallout? Will they want it from us how the hell are we going to make this and 
what exactly is this? I, I think those are, um, I, I'll, I'll stop reading for a second, but I, I think those questions uh, kind of thought of everyone's head, you know, when we first thought of an online Fallout game. Like, is, mm-hmm. this, is this something that we need, right? Like, is it, okay, well, Fallout is definitely first person, you know, heavy. So I, I don't know. Can Do you see yourself playing Fallout 76? No. No, not yet? Okay. No, I mean, and look, it, there is like, I mean, if I'm going to play Fallout, yeah. I mean, I'm already fine with the way Fallout is right now. Okay, yeah, see, that's kind of where I'm at too, but I hear of an online version and it intrigues me, totally intrigues me. Okay, so then they continue. They said, since that time, we've grown to four studios across North America and built a game world four times as lo- the size of our last, so it's four times as big. Uh, we developed all the new technologies and services while uh, bending older technology to do things we didn't think it could. We pushed ourselves in new ways and, surpri- and even surprised ourselves. Uh, our worlds, whether it be Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls, I can't. Can I speak today? Or the coming Starfield, and, and that that was there, there, space. Yeah, it was like an E3. It was only like a minute. Yeah, they just showed the. <sighs> Space shut that like capsule and yeah that's right and they just kind of went away and that was it so they're saying they're they're important places uh, to them so we do everything we can to treat them with care we know they just mean uh, as much to you as they are to us so uh, that the time you spend in them is important and you want each time you experience one to be special and all it can be and that with Fallout seventy six you two are left wondering. What exactly is this? Now, this is where it kind of gets interesting because I was because we because that's pretty much what we're all thinking. What is this? We don't even know yet. Okay, so the answer to that question, more than any game we've made, is that's up to you. With our beta starting tomorrow, so that is tomorrow. Uh, it's finally time for Fallout seventy six to begin its jur- its real journey because it's all of you who will truly bring life to the world. Usually after years of development, we finally finish release the game and take a break with se- with 76. We feel we have not finished, but reached a starting line where all new work begins. Okay. So it sounds like the support is going to be there with this game. Uh, does that make you happy hearing that at least? It sounds even more like an MMO. Okay. Um, what did it just remind me of? Um, they're gonna start. Oh, um, Daisy. So Daisy, when Daisy oh, started, yeah. it was that you know an apocalyptic. You know, it, it wasn't even meant to be what it is now. It, it was you know you're put on a world and there's other people, but there's also zombies. It was yeah. more about surviving the zombie horde and if you came up to somebody, how that would pan out. Well, more people. The way that they played was that they pretty much didn't want the zombies they didn't care about the zombies they were more involved more intrigued in in the human interaction killing them or messing with them or what they could do right so eventually they took the zombies out and that's a case of i think what they're trying to explain is that we're putting all of we're giving you all the assets you have the ability to to build a fortress you have the ability to go hunt for supplies you have the ability to go hunt for people and be a bad guy if you want to now until this happens and they see where the majority of players lean they can't say anything. So if people start treating this more like a Minecraft and it's actually like a friendly community and killing is done for, then they'll probably start making things geared towards that. Yeah. If it becomes more of like a, like a Grand Theft Auto, like you just shoot everybody, kill everybody. It's just like a lawless countryside or whatever. Well, then maybe they will start programming things 
more for that and phase out all the building. Hmm. So it, it pretty much, that's what it seems. It's like we, the people, are going to decide not what the game is, but where it will go. Yeah. Uh, because they just laid out the, the, they just gave us everything and they're just say, put it together. Yep. This is all you. This is all you. That uh, they, they say, it says, we all know with the scale of our game and the systems uh, we let you use that unforeseen bugs and issues always come up. Given what we're doing with 76, we know we're opening everyone up to new spectacular issues none of us have encountered. Uh, some we're aware of, such as areas where performance needs to improve uh, with lots of players. Others we surely don't. Uh, we need your help finding them and advice on what's important to fix. We'll address all of it now and after launch. Uh, and then after that, they say, we thank you for your support, blah, blah, blah. We can't wait to see you out there, Bethesda Game Studios. Uh, this, th- I mean, it was an open letter. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people were taking this as like, um, you know, they're really trying to push Fallout 76. So let's let's take let's bring this note out to try to get people to go. But I, I don't think that's what they're going with. I think they were just uh, proud. I think I, I, what I'm getting out of this is they're proud of the product uh, that they they have come up with. So to me, that makes me a little more excited about this game. That's where I'm at. Um, it'll be an experience, you know? um, because you don't know where a, this game is going to go sure. once it goes, but you're, you're assured that they will back it up and that's, it that's will last for a very long time, wherever that may be. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, I mean, like, all right, some games, I don't like that in, in a lot of games. Like I, I guess I'm just old school, it's but okay. you know, I was always a fan of who gives a shit about DLC. Give me a fixed game and I'm good. I don't need to keep updating games that are supposed to be finished. There should be zero reason to update any game. Um, but nowadays that's how it is. And you take overwatch, for example, um, when, when changes like this that are based on them, not really playing all the way through happen, then you get like, all right, so I played mercy all the time. And like, you know, there was this strategy where when you get your alt, you know, you get everybody on your team to get to the point, And then you as mercy hang around, like wait around a corner, wait until your team tells you they're all dead or whatever. And then yeah. you go in and res everybody. Oh yeah. That was a strategy, but they decided because of the, the computer, like so much of the community played that way. And then so much of the community hated that. They oh, absolutely. changed the character. Now I don't, I don't mind. That's how overwatch is, but that wasn't how it was when it started. It wasn't all about updating and balancing every single month. We're getting a new <laughs> right. update, you know, like, and they yeah. never would have planned that. They never plan in. That's what some, I mean, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad, a bad thing. Cause you could be playing this game and say, you're like, Oh my God, I love this. Cause now I get to build kind of like fallout shelter. I get to build my own 3d shelter online, have my friends come. It's sweet. That's what I do. Then you get a, an email update saying, Hey guys, Due to popular demand, we're going to take out building and just focus on PvP and and opening armories and building weapons. So now we're you're no longer able to build a house. Wouldn't oh, that yeah. kind of just destroy oh, your yeah. experience? Oh yeah, I think it's so. Giving a lot to, you know. So that's that's the scary part of this kind of situation. On one hand, it could go beautifully and just become one of the best experiences ever. On the other hand, for a, a lot of people, they could just waste their money because they start a game. They like the game the way it is. And then because the community decides to change it and the developers listen, their game is gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's it's risky, you know? It is. I'm sure there's plenty of people who used to play Hanzo that don't play Overwatch anymore because their character's gone. Yeah. yeah like, this is, this is not the Hanzo I remember. 
Right. You know? And I mean, so then you got to <laughs> think, is, is it fair? Is it fair when you pre-order the game thinking, OK, this is going to be what they say and then it's not you get used to it and then they change it like that's I don't know. Yeah, but they're going with the most popular and, and I understand that that point yeah. of view. You know, so but guess what? Fortnite's the most popular. Well, I mean, as far as like where they're going to lead lean as far as the game, not any other game. That's what I'm saying. I, uh, no, I'm saying yes. when when a company goes with 100 percent what people think we get games like Fortnite. If uh, Fallout 76 was free, would it be would it th- actually this is a great question. Yes. If Fallout 76 was free tomorrow. The beta yes. comes out. Yeah. Would it be more popular than Fortnite? Um, For a little bit, yes. You have to understand Fortnite's a very simple game. Fallout to a certain point will not become simple when you start crafting. Free. And, but the free part, absolutely. Look, free. the free part will get more people on board for this experiment. You have to understand they this note is just them admitting this is kind of an experiment. Yeah. This is, they they didn't even compare it to Elder Scrolls Online, which they have a, a good grasp on right now. This is an experiment. Um, so with an experiment, they should make things like the beta should be open to the public. You know, like the, the game should be free. Maybe do what N- Neverwinter and every other MMO does and, you know, charge people for certain things. It's They already have know. a free Fallout game, so. Well, another one, I guess. Yeah, right. So I don't know. This is a wait and see thing because they're trying totally. something new and they're making everybody realize that yep. it's... It like is. this is this is nothing that was thought up in in a night. This was years in the making. So I don't know. It's exciting. I think it's exciting. I'm excited to see what it is all about. Show me what it's all about because I want to play. I love Fallout, dude. You know that. So I'm yeah. yeah. I need I need more Fallout in my life. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, you mentioned Overwatch. You ready to get, to get a little speculation? Yes, I speculate. Okay. Speculate. All right. So James. Um, He's, uh, you know, he's a part of our, our, our group. He's uh, pretty much our main contributor on, on the website. Um, and uh, he, he brought up a, an interesting thing that he caught the other day. Okay. He said uh, he, was, he was just playing a, uh, a quick match. You know, nothing, no, no big deal. Just warming up. No big deal, you know. And you know how in the, at the very beginning of the match, there are conversations between the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there was one conversation in particular that he caught. And he thinks, and you can you can go with it if you want, uh, that this might be a hint for Hero Twenty Nine. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So it's Zenyatta talking to Torbjorn. Here we go. I hear that you have taken in an Omnic, Torbjorn. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> This is, uh, we're not saying that this is real and this is exact and then something's going to happen and Torbjorn is taking care of some Omnic or something like that. Uh, but what if he is? <laughs> so if that's the case, are you ready for Hero 29 to be an Omnic? I mean, why not? It doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter what they're, I, in this game, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to, say omnic is a race it doesn't matter what the race is it's still another character yeah you know like i don't see orissa like i honestly when i'm orissa i don't think i'm playing a robot i i just am playing orissa you know it could be a centaur and it's going to be the same to me yeah zenyatta could be the same if he was an actual you know monk or an indian floating around with flesh like to me like i don't know like omnic or non-omnic doesn't matter um 
I, I, I would be more concerned about what class, like what could that mean? Most of the stuff that centers around Torbjorn is defense. You yeah. got Brigitte and you've got support and you've got Reinhardt, his turret. Um, uh, I don't know, man. It could be anything though, because look, I mean, if you're, if you're going to go on and speculate about everything mentioned, yeah. like, I mean, you can, all the, everything in diva, all that, that other guy of divas, the whole team of divas could be in the game. You know, everybody affiliated with Roadhog and Junkrat. Um, Moira is Tracer's dad. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think, I think the fact that um, it, it's like, I don't want to talk about it kind of brings up like, what, what is he talking about? And I feel like that is totally Blizzard style mm-hmm. to like just throw something something as simple as that. It was a five second clip, but like they're known to do that. They're known to throw out these weird cryptic whatever, and it's our job, <laughs> yeah, to, to figure out what the hell they're talking about. But I mean, I'm like I said before, I'm not saying that's exactly what it is. But listen to it again. I hear that you have taken in an Omnic Torbjorn. I don't want to talk about it. Like he seems upset about. It. Um. Yeah. Look, there's like like it's a task for they, him. They they do this, and look, it could be. Um. I don't. I don't think it is because they've done the same thing with um Anna and Reinhardt. You know, pretty much indicating they used to be together. Right. Well, yeah, but that has. Who, but, but that has nothing yeah. to do with a future character. That's no. All yeah. I'm saying. No. But my my point is that that. Just that two conversations oh, um, is part of the lore. Just like, you know, um, Sombra calling McCree by his name and him, or McCree saying, my name's not Jesse. Like that's stuff that A, you only get between those two people conversing, which is still rare. And B, it's it's just still fills in the lore. So even though this is mentioning a, a physical being mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's a character. Because look, what if Reinhardt and Anna, yeah, they could just be saying, oh, remember, we used to do it. But that could have (laughs) meant a character. Hey, you know what? That might mean Thera has some other sibling out there that we don't know about that could become another character. That's fair. You know, like um, Mercy was always supposed to, like Mercy did something to who? Uh, Reaper, right? Yeah. In some of their conversations, she's the reason why he's like that. But we haven't found out yet, you know, but like there's a reason for everything. And it's just. It's one of those things where we they have a whole slew of ideas and they're just going to release them when we're not expecting it. Once we're onto something, they can switch again. Why is everybody yeah. like the, the the same healing and damage? The purple and yellow are all the same kind of chemical branching from one uh, person, Reaper, right? In some of the yeah. conversations. No, sorry about that. <laughs> so like you know, like Mercy stuff. Um, Roadhog has it in his jars. Right. Moira uses it somehow um reaper uses it when he shoots and gets healed again so like you know there's so much that they could just branch off of right um yeah it's time for a new character if it's an omnic it would make sense i guess i mean we we get nothing but girls really added to the roster Uh, Um, which is fine because it doesn't matter so that's the beauty of the game it doesn't matter what the sex are that's why it doesn't matter whether it's an omnic or not which is why i'm thinking that something like that could be just them not revealing a new character, but revealing more of Torbjorn's character in this time yeah. where Omnix, there is this big tension between people who like robots and don't. He is maybe embarrassed, like having a gay son. Maybe he's just like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Leave me alone about it. You know, maybe he's trying to be the tough guy. Like, I didn't mean to, but in the, in his heart, he actually does care, you know? Sure. 
Um, it could be anything. I, I would think it's more of that. Okay. Just giving him more character. But hey, dude, I mean, what? When's BlizzCon? Like in a month or two? Yeah. So we, we can find out very quickly. No, we're going to find something out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And if it is, dude, kudos. That'd be sweet. I mean, that's, and that's all. I'll give all credit uh, to James on that because he's the one that found it. So he made it happen. We you made see. this character. We happen. will see if this is the case. But also, we also have said in the show in the past that if, if it was something that Blizzard had planned, we we think that Blizzard would all, would go out of their way to make sure that's not what we're what they're gonna do, <laughs> right? Like they'll change it just because they're like, like who saw well, who saw Hammond coming? Like nobody people saw will be that. like I saw Hammond coming, but then like really you don't because they'll say oh all the details were here we saw this and this and this, but at that time nobody caught it. Like how would you even know? Like that, right. they do that on purpose. That's what they want? They don't yeah. want. I mean, look, there's people in original Overwatch posters that are unexplained. Like characters that are unexplained, posing with the whole team that are unexplained. They could take any of those and make them a character. Yep. And be like, hey, look, he was in front of your face the whole time. Nobody cared. Yeah. No, they did, but then they they stopped caring. And then that's when Blizzard smacks us in the mouth with it. That's what they do. That's why we love Blizzard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's okay. So I I just wanted to speculate a little bit and we'll see how that see um, what happens at the end. I'll see you on the other side. That's really all I'm trying to say. Christmas is coming. Oh, Christmas is coming. Get me something blizzard. That'd be great. And not a blizzard. Not like a actual blizzard outside. <laughs> well, that's fine too. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, I haven't they had a blizzard be. never forever. Let's talk, let's, let's talk about DQ Dairy did. Queen blizzards. <laughs> this is Dairy Queen is not a sponsor. We're we're just we just like ice cream. So they should do Overwatch Overwatch blizzards like based on the characters. That'd be sweet. <laughs> We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right. Um, we uh, we have an event coming up, don't we? Yes, uh, we do. This uh, and and I think it's the be- one of the best names to any show, as far as like a like a Comic Con type show. Uh, but this this is called Con on the Cob, right? <laughs> yes, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. All right, so t- so t- tell them about this because uh, we're we're actually going to be there. We have a table, right? We so we're going to be set up. You can come say hi to us, whatever. Yeah, we'll be there in November. Uh, the event goes from November eighth through the eleventh. It's okay. a four day event. It's in Richfield, Ohio. Um, we'll get the details up because we just if you're in the, uh, yeah. finalized this today. If you're in the Northeast um, Ohio area, that's awesome. Please come out. If not. It's all good. It's all good. Yes, it's it's all gaming. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, it's it's heavily like the first one we went to was very retro gaming. Yeah. Um, this one's very uh, more towards tabletop card gaming. Like it's still video games, but it's more way way more branched out. Um, okay. They pitch it as I think games, food because they have food trucks, freaks, and fun maybe. Okay. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if you're out there as always, and and it will always be if you are a patron and subscribe to our Patreon and see us live, you will get a tier based uh, item absolutely free. Um, and we're always going to do that. And if anything, right. just stop by, say hi, help support the show. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to think of something. We'll have more details. It's, we still got like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I, I have some fun stuff planned. Cool. Cool. Uh, we might not be invited back, but we're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. We should have the music going. I think that's yeah. that's something we need to do too. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, so okay. Uh, one last thing. You got something else you want to add before? 
if you're into PlayStation virtual reality. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Sale. I think it might end today. It's the two year anniversary birthday sale for PlayStation virtual reality. And there's yeah. there's a lot of games on sale. There's up to like 75 percent. There's a handful of like five dollar games in there. Um, some of the best games, I think Firewall is like on sale. Arizona Sunshine's, I think, half off. Uh, I expect you to die, which you have to get. I, it's fifty percent off. All right, I'll get it. I'll get it tonight. I, I told, I'm, I'm not going to steer you wrong on this. It'll you be. I, I, I'm, I'm owning down. that tonight. It'll be tonight. Okay. okay. Sit down. It's right. a sit down game. All right. Cool. No disease. Um, yeah, yeah. So check yeah, that out. Yeah. If you have a PlayStation, ch- just get on it now. I think today is the last day to do that. No. Okay. All right. That's good. Good. Good advice. Get out there and do it. Do it. All right. Uh, I, I have a quick movie news, and then we could we can end the show. Okay. okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What's the music for that? Friday the 13th yes. on Nintendo. It's on Nintendo, but it's not on Nintendo. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a movie. Okay. Uh, I just, that's the only thing I had it on hand. So I'm playing that. Uh, that's good. That's the best. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Uh, well, it, this is, this is kind of weird. Uh, so reportedly, uh, LeBron James, you know, LeBron James, he's a basketball player. Uh, he used, yeah. to, used to play basketball for the Cavs and then, and then he went to Miami and then he went to the Cavs and now he's in LA. Well, well, now that he's in L.A., uh, it looks like movies are kind of a priority now. Of Uh, course. Okay, so obviously, uh, already already announced is Space Jam 2. That is coming out at some point. Who knows? Who knows when? There's not... It's really all we know, that eventually it's going to come out. But we don't know when. We don't know who's in it. Whatever. Okay. Uh, But but just recently, it turns out, LeBron James is reportedly in talks to produce the Friday the 13th revival. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you Look, feel about turning Jason back on? And uh, let's, I mean, we, j- we just did it for Halloween, right? Michael Myers. So, uh, but like he, even in his Instagram, it's him driving around probably in his uh, Escalade, who knows, whatever he's driving, but he has a, a Jason mask on. Um, so there's two things we can talk about. Yeah. Jason being rebooted, which I mean, Friday the 13th, there was a reboot in 2009. Yeah. Um, I don't, I haven't seen it. In fact, the only Friday the 13th that I've watched all the way through is Jason goes to hell. <laughs> That's the one that ends. With so you don't care. You're like, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> um, I was more nightmare on Elm street, but yeah, but to have, I mean, just like you mentioned, Halloween, Halloween's been rebooted a lot. Sure. Um, eventually someone has to get it right. Cause now like when I hear reboot, it's like, especially when a, a reboot of a reboot means the first reboot fucking failed and nobody liked it. So they want to do it again. Yeah. LeBron James in, in a producer role. It, I don't think that affects anything. That's just him giving putting money. Mo- yeah. Him. Putting money behind it. Sure. Sure. I don't think, I mean, if they're like LeBron James is going to be Jason or he's well, going to direct. Well, ju- ju- just, just to give you a little background. So Friday the 13th, there was a reboot back in 2009. Uh, mm-hmm. And it uh, apparently there was a lot of uh, legal complications, mm-hmm. and um, which was actually partially resolved last month. So this is pretty this is pretty fresh. So, uh, but they're saying um, there there are some still some disputes that they're trying to figure out. But once they do that, LeBron James has his has his hand in this movie, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be in it by any means but why wouldn't he be yeah you know um okay yeah so since you bring that up maybe he's jason do you know what that's what what i'm saying he could be jason (laughs) 
Um, That'd be awesome, actually. I, I might actually see it then. You don't know the details of the legal stuff, do you? No, not really. Uh, Look, people, whoever this guy is, the same person who is starting all this, claiming that he owns the rights of Jason, yeah. um, is the same dude who got the game shut down. And like, they're not, they can't not shut down. They can't make any new stuff for it. Um, and he's probably involved in this. I, I think that the problem is they don't know who owns Jason. Because if you want to just think about it from or see it from the outside, when Friday the 13th came out, Jason, it was his mom. Right. So whoever created Friday the 13th at that point owns Friday the 13th. But then Jason came after. So it could have been a different person. And may, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Either way, just knowing that I'm just I, I think everybody should stay away from that guy until he dies. Yeah. Um. Once the guy starting all this dies, then bring Jason back. Otherwise, it's going to suck. It's going it, to it, Jason's name is being ruined. I yeah. don't know. Friday the 3rd, Freddy versus Jason. I liked. Okay. But it's fair. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. Kind of. Kind of. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Good. I, I'm not. LeBron James is pretty rich. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there will be a lot of money behind this project, obviously. So that's, uh, that, that's interesting. Uh, but it's kind of funny how that works, right? Like, oh, he went to LA. Now he's going to be producing movies. Oh. Of course, you know, like when he goes to Miami, he probably became a club owner or something. You know, I don't even know what it blend in. Did you hear about Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, that so, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pushback, pushback. Right, seven on months purpose. pushback. Yeah, on purpose. Why is it on purpose? Uh, because that. I mean, they're they're speculating that it is because uh the date that it's supposed to come out was the weekend that guardians 3 was supposed to come out mm. and since that's been canned they've decided they want to go against nobody and, and if they the original date would put them against the joker movie gotcha um i think it's funny i mean i understand the going against your own company was kind of dumb but i mean that's an issue that you sh as a company shouldn't even run across i mean sure. nobody they shouldn't have had those two dates together in the first place yeah even yeah um, but what does it say about you when you aren't even confident enough in your movie that you have to release it when no other movies are releasing? So then you automatically get best movie of the weekend. Most well, of course. Selling movie. Of course you know what I'm you saying? Do. Like, you think Marvel does that and they're like, oh my God, this movie and this. They're probably hunting the movies down and putting their movies against it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think that's kind of lame though. Th think of it. The, the budget for the first Wonder Woman movie was $150 million, Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Which is chump change when it comes to like movies nowadays. Like that's just like, okay, but... Uh, the the movie was great. I I really did enjoy the wonder. Uh, did you enjoy it? I, I mean, I I really I didn't did. Watch it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Mm -mm. Holy shit, dude! You can't blame me. Come on, look what they're pumping out, dude. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, you'll like Wonder Woman. All right. Well, what about '84? Uh, I don't I don't know. I know I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I mean, did the first movie uh, is before 1984? Because this is like a sequel. Yeah, I, I, no, it's definitely before this. See, the first Wonder Woman movie is like um, Captain America. Captain America, right? So it's gotcha. Yeah, so, and now this 1984 Wonder Woman is more like Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay, so <Right? laughs> what happens when they decide, hey, we're going to make Guardians 3 again, and it's still coming out on that date, and then is Wonder Woman just, are they going to change I mean, the date that's, again? Or? That's, not, that's not my problem. Don't run. That's DC, don't run. I mean, the, the movie made $820 million, so yeah. the, the budget's going to be 300 in this one. And yeah. it's going to make over a billion. So that's how it's going to work. Yeah. Uh, to be in LA and making movies and stuff.
I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Uh, I'd rather play video games, to be honest. Uh, just me. Yeah. It's just me. Totally. So. All right. Well, uh, thank you uh, for, for watching and or, or listening to the show. That's fine, too. Uh, and uh, thank you so much uh, for our special guest, Yuri Lowenthal, uh, the voice of, um, of, of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and then Prince of... Um, Persia. Uh, Prince of Persia. Thank you. I was like, I, was, I almost ben said Prince ben. of Thieves. I was like, that's that's Robin Hood. <laughs> that's something else totally yeah. different. But uh, yeah, but thank you for uh, Yuri for coming, taking the time to come on our show uh, and grace us with his presence. That was that was awesome. I'm so glad he did that. Oh, so cool. So cool. I'm still like really excited about it. Okay. Oh, and um, let me mention real quick. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, this would be a good time to, to sign up for our Patreon because we have a lot of stuff that you didn't hear. Um, oh, yeah that we're going to be putting out very shortly and it's fun stuff oh, with Yuri so stuff with Yuri so like, yes. we'll just say it that's fine like, it's fine it's it's some behind the scenes stuff that you didn't get to hear the original so uh that's that is uh, another perk of uh signing up to be a patron cool pretty cool all right Verlaine what are we playing tonight that's up to you yeah i'll leave it up to you you've been off the grid for a little bit i have been off the grid uh let's just get on the playstation we'll figure it out from there how about that all right <laughs> all right cool um and then uh but you know that's we'll, we'll just do that so all right well brucey b take us out goodbye <laughs> have a nice day peace see ya Arabia. adios turd nuggets Hey, hey there. there, I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.